You're tuned into that deity though Let the assembly know We worship God in the flesh His name is Jesus you know Oh we can open the word This is the truth we can show Planting a seed in your brain Trust in a prayer for the grow The son of God is the most high When that don't fly They come at my neck like a bow tie <laughs> From the throne to the manger The mystery of God sent himself as the savior Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of That Deity, though, an apologetics podcast focused on the deity of Christ and the Trinity. I'm your host, E.C. Holmes, a.k.a. Yes, that's my real name. Hey, thanks, guys, for hanging in there. I know it's been a long time since I was able to drop another episode. Um, I've been preaching and doing different things kind of here and there that's really been taking the bulk of my time. I really don't have any spare time and free time um, these days much, but I'm looking forward to getting back to some level of consistency with podcasting. There's a lot of different ideas that I have, um, a lot of stuff that I want to touch on. I got a lot of people I would love to interview. Again, I just have to find the time to do so. But thank you guys for sticking around. Thank you for your comments. Thanks for sharing the episodes um, when I do release them. Recently, me and Dwayne Atkinson recorded an episode on his podcast, which is The Bar Podcast. And we got into um, my experience in seminary and kind of give you guys an idea of what's going on in my life right now. Even give you some areas in which you can uh, pray for me and my family. I would greatly appreciate that. I'm not going to hold you guys up. We're going to jump right into that interview right now he is lord so we reign open up the word get with it the eternal god he is infinite he put on some flesh and then lived in it the hypostatic union we get it christology my apology but no apology let's get with it well then the prodigy buddy calm the seas he quiet storm yes he did it uh he's preeminent taught fishermen to fish from men turn grimy dudes to different men it's by his life we live for him and through his life we get to him validated by lifting him and he would do the same for everyone to whom he was sent blazing it fanning the flame it's no taming it grabbing his word and aiming it i don't care if you bang with it repping the blood no gang with it add to it and you're changing it paul said it's anathema even if an angel came with it welcome everybody to the bars your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another tuesday super excited as always be coming through your speakers through your earbuds waving us to the bar we're grateful that you're listening and if you listen to this show, man, first of all, I like to take time to thank the listeners every time I get to behind the microphone. I love to start the show by thanking the listeners. And I bring you every week an awesome guest. Uh, this brother I've known for a good while. He's actually in the Bar Podcast Network. Um, we, Man, we're, we're looking at about almost two to three years of just being connected uh, through social media. But I have on my brother, EC, man. How you doing today? Oh, pretty good, man. Um, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to jump on. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, man. I've been on the network, I guess, going on two years in February. And right. so, so yeah, it's, it's nice to finally have a chance to, to jump on here and do an episode together. Nice, brother. Well, listen, I, I appreciate you taking time. Uh, for those that are listening, this may also be produced on video as well. So we'll have that those links to give out. Uh, Cause that's kind of EC's thing and one of the things that that uh, drew me to him. So EC, man, those that don't know who you are, man, take a quick moment to introduce yourself. Yeah. So again, my name is EC Holmes. I always joke around and say AKA. Yes, that's my real name. <laughs> 
because right. literally every week I have to explain to somebody, no, that's actually my real name. <laughs> and so, yeah, man, um, I'm a husband of one wife and uh, we have three beautiful daughters. I'm not sure how to get the boy yet. Um, I think I need that playbook. Um, but we have three daughters uh, that we're raising here in York, PA, um, currently serving at my church in Lancaster, which is Living Christ Church. Um, I serve as a deacon there, and um, I'm teaching every other month um, at the moment. One of our pastors are down. Um, uh, he's been sick for going on a year now, so if you guys can keep him in prayer, um, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, in my spare time, I do a little bit of Christian hip-hop, um, I podcast, and I'm in seminary right now. Um, and that's that's not really a spare time thing, man. That thing has been all-consuming. No. Um, <laughs> it's been good, but it's it's pretty rigorous, and um, maybe we'll get into that a little bit, but it's, it's been really good for me. And, uh, and so, yeah, man, that's a little bit about myself. Nice, nice. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Um, so I, I don't know the secret to, to boys either. I have one, but I, I have no idea. You don't remember the formula? Yeah. <laughs> you got to write it down. That's I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? But um, but that's super dope, man. Um, one of the things I love about uh, EC and, and, and when we connected um, is your your love for, you know, clarity and and your love for really, you know, uh, putting information out there to help po folks, whether it's in doing apologetics, which is your strong suit. Mm -hmm. um, so just kind of walk through your journey, man, to to get to where you are. I, I never heard the EC backstory, like, you know, how you yeah. got to the to the, you know, the hip hop artist podcast, excuse me, podcaster. How do you how, do you, how did you get here, man? Man, by the grace of God, of course. Right. That's the Amen. that's the easy <laughs> answer. That's the easy A. Um right. Yeah, so I grew up here in York, PA, man. We moved around a whole lot, you know, situation with my mom and my dad, some domestic stuff, and my mom kind of packed us up in the middle of the night, and we left Scranton to Jersey, Jersey to Alexandria, Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia to York, PA, all by the time I was uh, six years old. Um, and so by early age, I actually started going to church. There was a church bus program, and they would come into the inner city, and they would take us out and uh, share the gospel with us. Um, same thing happened with another ministry called Teen Haven. And I really became a lot more attached to them um, because it was a lot more discipleship oriented. Um, I had mm -hmm. opportunities as I grew up and grew into the faith to serve at camp and to teach little devotionals and, and stuff like that, um, which hindsight was maybe a bad idea. <laughs> um <laughs> Because a friend of mine actually came to my house back in like 08, 09, and he was denying the Trinity. And I talk a little bit about this during the one year episode, and he actually joined me for the episode. But long story short, he caught me off guard, and I had like a crisis moment because mm. I believed these things. And mm -hmm. I didn't know why I believed them. Mm. Um, I, I dug a little bit as the years you know went on and i realized most of what i believed was based off of someone else telling me who i trusted mm. and i truly believed those things um like right. i believed that before i had a full full understanding of even the gospel um before i knew the details of the trinity and and had a good doctrine of scripture um i still understood the simplicity of the gospel i knew mm -hmm. that i was a sinner i knew that repentance was necessary and that it was done actually i would learn more that it was done through the work of the holy spirit um but right. i believe that it was a, a a true seed of of saving faith 
um, that was produced in me by the Holy Spirit. And I, I truly believed, but I wasn't grounded. Um, I wasn't reading the scripture. I, I knew it was something that I should do. Mm-hmm. And a part of me really wanted to. Um, but it took that moment when my friend came to my house and he's like, man, the Trinity isn't biblical. And he's saying all of these things. And I'm like, yes, yep. it is. And then he's going through the scripture and he's breaking down these Hebrew words and stuff. And I don't know what this stuff is. Um, but it was in that moment. I, I, I knew enough to know that it was wrong, but I right. couldn't show him biblically mm. why he was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And so from that point on, I just jumped in uh, and, and just started to pray, actually, for God to give me a desire to study his word, to give me a hunger to pursue him. And that prayer wasn't answered for a long time. I mean, this mm-hmm. was 2009. A few years passed. I mean, we come to 2014 to where I actually started to pick up books. Um, and so I will read 15 minutes a day. You know, that mm-hmm. was my goal. That turned into 30. That turned turned into my whole lunch break. Then I was coming back to work from my lunch break late, <laughs> you know. And um, and so, yeah, it, it started there 2016. I finally read through the whole Bible um, from beginning to end. I've done it a few times since then. Um, and so, but what I learned during that time was how significant it is to understand the gospel. Right. Um, and to understand how important it is to pursue God in his word, to be able to defend those things. And I realized mm-hmm. there's a lot of believers who don't know how to do that. There's a lot of believers who were or are currently where I used to be. Um, And so I just wanted to share these different things that I learned along the way, these different light bulb moments. Um, I'm very much captivated by the deity of Christ and the Trinity. I realize that's one of the common things, no matter what cult you're talking about or other religion um, that's under attack. It's going to be the divinity of Christ and how we can come to know God in a saving way. Um, and so, yeah, that's where the podcast came from, um, to be able to, you know, have an outlet to be able to share the things that I've been, been learning. That's amazing, bro. That's amazing. That reminds me of, uh, of my kind of coming to light moment. Um, I was working with a Hebrew Israelite, Mm -hmm. uh, and he was, he was hitting me with stuff. And like you said, I knew it was wrong, but I just, (laughs) there was no way that I could not express it. Like I I couldn't, and, and that was one of the things that drew me to you know, just reform theology it was like, this is all the stuff I believe mm, explained. Exactly. Like, like where, you know, where has this been all my life? <laughs> yeah. It's been right there. We just didn't read it. <laughs> we didn't read it, man. We didn't read it, but no, that's, that's super encouraging, man. Also for me, cause I'm not an avid reader and, uh, and just hearing your, your pursuit of it and the growth in that man, um, that, that's super encouraging as well. Um, so, as far as uh, you, you mentioned seminary, we're going to uh-huh. jump there a little bit, man. Okay. Um, so what was the uh, draw or pull? I mean, of course, the Holy Spirit, I'm sure. But what was the thing that kind of drew you to wanting to attend seminary? Because my my running joke is next time a school will see me in a body, it would be in a body bag like DMX. <laughs> like, I mean, I ain't going back to school. You know? <laughs> right, so right. What, what, what sent you in that direction, man? Well, I said the same thing. You know, um, mm. I'm kind of a rebel at heart and like a skeptic. You know, it took a long time for me to even understand the importance of church membership. You know, I remember pridefully asking pastors and people who are advocates of it, you know, like if I'm a part of the universal church, then why do I have to commit? And and then it got to a point to where as I'm studying, I'm reading different things. I'm seeing the value and more than the value, actually really the call to be attached Mm. and to have accountability and to be in submission. Um, And so, yeah, I was the same way in a sense with school. 
Mm. It's like, I can just buy the books. I got into watching debates and seeing my faith be challenged by people who were pillars in other ideologies being, you know, up against a Christian who was able to defend it. And so I'm like learning all of these different things. And I'm like, what's the point of paying tens of thousands of dollars potentially to mm-hmm. gain these different things that I can pursue in a sense on my own? Um, and so that that was another thing that I don't want to say broke down because I still, in a sense, feel that way. But knowing myself, um, these are desires that I have. Like, I'll buy these books and I say I want to read through it and I want to study it out and I want to put these different arguments against, you know, just to understand it more. Um, But Mm -hmm. I also know myself and I know that I need a level of accountability to stay consistent. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't don't I don't really have the inward um, inner motivation to push myself, but I really thrive when I have someone who's expecting something out of me. Um, someone mm-hmm. who I really have to to go to and I actually have to respond when they actually give me a task. I, I know I can pursue that task and I want to, um, but right. I need that push. Um, and so when it comes to seminary, I think I saw some article, I don't know if it was the Masters or some seminary where they had an apologetics course. And I was like, man, I would really love to like dig into this stuff deeper in a way where I know I can't on my own. Um, But then I looked up that price and I don't remember what the price tag was, but bro, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I ain't got it. And so, um, so one day I was talking to a friend of mine who was actually um, on the basement podcast on wrath and grace. His name is Wayne Cooley. And we were just catching up and um, just kind of like, Hey, what's going on? And he was like, "Um, yeah, I'm about to start school. And I'm like, you're about to start school. He was like, yeah, I'm going to go to seminary and uh, Los is coming also. And I just start talking to him a little bit more about it. Um, we got into um, the price and the way that it's, it's laid out as far as like, you know, how committed do I have to be? How many days is this going to be um, right. to see if I could even fit it in? Um, and what I saw from it, I'm like, man, I love the way that it's structured. Um, it's crazy, crazy um, uh, affordable. You know what I mean? And and I was like, yeah. you know what? If I'm ever going to go back to school, if I'm ever going to go to seminary, I think this is going to be the only way I can make that happen. <laughs> um, and right. so, yeah, I think God God made a way. Um, God opened up an opportunity definitely uh, for me to be able right. to do it. Yeah. So what, what's been your experience with it so far? I know we kind of talked about it offline. Yeah. It's been, uh, what's the best way I can put it? It's been breaking <laughs> me down. Um uh. I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to go to seminary. I'm going to gain a wealth of knowledge, which I am, right? And I'm just thinking about being built up, right? Mm. I'm thinking about being built up spiritually just because I know I really am pursuing that. I'm I'm thinking hindsight now. I truly am pursuing that. But at the same time, I know I'm trying to obtain a certain level of knowledge um, to be a better teacher, um, to communicate better, um, to be able to defend the faith better. And so the spiritual growth, was kind of like secondary. I want to mm-hmm. say it was equal, but if I'm being mm-hmm. truthful, it was really mm-hmm. like, you know, that's a byproduct. You know, it's going to come right. with it instead right. of the spiritual pursuit and the knowledge coming with it. Um, and so my experience has been a reversal, a wow. proper ordering of those things to where I've been seeing my heart, um, the sinfulness of certain pursuits even right and just Mm -hmm. seeing how i need to grow a lot more spiritually and they hit Mm. so much on like there's a situation i had in class and and i it still messes with me 
and I still want to argue it, um, but I still walk away with the essence of what the teacher was getting at, even though I have a problem, right? And so he he says, how do you respond to somebody who um, is a skeptic, they're a non-believer, and you're telling about the gospel, and they're like, so what's up with this virgin birth stuff? Like, there's no way I can, and he, so he's asking, how do you respond? Mm-hmm. And so I gave an answer about the significance of the virgin birth and that Jesus had to be perfect and that the sin of, you know, Adam passing through to, you know, that whole thing. And he said, that's a theological answer. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, but it's all theology, right? Like whatever we (laughs) believe, it's all theological. I'm I'm going to tell them about the gospel and that Jesus loves them. Well, how do I know that? Well, because theology tells us that as we study the Bible. Um, But what he was getting at is, um, the the people that we're speaking to do they know that we have a heart for them do they know we care mm. about them or do they just hear us showing how knowledgeable that we are um mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. so i guess what i'm getting at i think what he was really getting at is the essence of even our pursuit of knowledge and us sharing knowledge with others is more of a heart thing than it is a head thing and so, yeah, that's theological. That. You package that real good. And he even said, like, when you do your papers and stuff, I can tell if you got that out of a systematic theology or mm-hmm. if you got that after uh, uh, just digging into God's word and you articulating mm-hmm. what you're seeing from what the spirit of God is teaching you. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's it's been really dope, man. It, it's been really like prying into me and, and like breaking nice. me down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, that's that's super fire, man. I love that for sure, man. So I I appreciate you sharing that, man. Right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I I think there's never been a greater need to have places like this where we can ask the hard questions safely and really grow and understand what it is, what we believe. Knowledge that isn't practiced is in wisdom. So knowledge has to be practiced to become wisdom. I'm not sure who said it, but they said the longest journey in life is from the head to the heart. I think Metro Baltimore Seminary does a a great job at pushing you to go beyond the head. I knew I wanted to get to know God more, and I knew that I wanted to be all in for God, but I wasn't sure how that looked. I just knew MBS was the first step for me. Metro Baltimore Seminary has been a great experience for me. It's learning who God is academically is is important, but learning who He is relationally is is necessary to persevere and and to grow as a believer. Right away, I was hooked just due to the the theology, the the emphasis on a sound theology was attractive to me. As I go through the different subjects, it causes me to dig deeper than where I would have gone as a lay person. It's helping me to be the best minister that I can be. It's helping me to be the best Christian I can be. But I would say almost almost overwhelmingly, the teachers there, the professors there, the mentors, the faculty, it's real for them. That encourages us as believers. I actually don't have an end goal. Um, I just have a right now goal, which is to continue to learn the scriptures, continue to be challenged, um, and to be a better teacher. I'm hoping to just be a better communicator of uh, the Word of God. It's no coincidence that I'm in the church planning track because I do have a deep desire for the Middle East. 
I do have a deep desire to go share the gospel back home in Iraq. God is a well that you can never plumb the depths of. I'm always surprised, I'm always learning. And I think at this point, I'm always going to be learning. We all just desire to be uh, worshipers of God, but also faithful to His Word. I'm on the pastoral track and I'm already pastoring. Being in that classroom for me, it's, it's a haven for me. When you really see them love on you and come alongside and try to help you know what your purpose is and your passions are and how God has made you, you see seminary be more than just purely academic. All right, we're back in here with my man, EC. And um, EC, this is the signature questions, the three signature questions I ask oh, all man. of my guests. Yeah, man. Uh, you, you, are, you are joining the ranks of the over 300 plus interviews with this these three signature questions. So the first signature question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Even though I already know. Go ahead. <laughs> you might not know. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, my playlist, and I had to just open it up right now because it's very bipolar. Um, uh, if you're in my car and I just put my Spotify likes on and I just hit shuffle, you're mm -hmm. going to hear music from Wrath and Grace. Um, mm -hmm. You're going to hear music from um, Cross Movement. You're going to hear music from uh, Christ-centric. But you're also going to hear stuff from Shane and Shane. <laughs> I knew Shane and Shane was coming. <laughs> I had to that's say. What I thought you was going to say. <laughs> yo, Shane and Shane is definitely my my favorite group, man. There, there's tons of stuff. Um, I love all kinds of music. I used to be very much like if it's not East Coast hip hop, I don't want to hear it. Um, right. And the more that by God's grace I've been growing, um, the more God has widened um, the yeah. things that I've been able to get into. Um, and so the content is a lot more important to me now than how it sounds sonically. Um, right. And because people are expressing this content of the gospel in these various forms, I, I was able to see the beauty in it. Um, yes. And so I was so in the box that I wouldn't even listen to down south hip hop or West Coast hip hop. <laughs> um, but it went from that to one day I'm at work and I'm listening to Shane and Shane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, my coworker is like, you listen to country music? And I'm like, no, I don't listen to country music, right? <laughs> right? And I got Shane and Shane on, like, Shuffle. And right. the next Shane and Shane song came on, and it, I think it was Though You Slay Me. Uh -huh. And I'm like, hold on, I do like country music. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, man, my, my playlist is as wide as the gospel can be expressed, man. So, yeah. Nice. I love it. I love it, man. All right. Next signature bar question. What book or books are you currently reading? So, currently... <laughs> Currently, um, I'm taking the two classes I'm taking right now is Doctrine of God, Humanity and Sin. And um, the other class is Discipleship. So they got me reading like seven books right now. And mm -hmm. two of them are Systematic Theologies, one by Frame, uh, which is very good. And another one is by Lewis Burkhoff. And I love Systematic Theology, how it takes these lofty concepts and these different doctrines and it does two things. I think it, you get like this bird's eye view of what all of the scripture has to say about a given topic. And then they really zoom in so that you can actually re refine that understanding and be able to actually comprehend um, what God right. is saying on any given topic. So that's been cool. Um, but but even greater than that, and I'm actually going to pull some of these over. Um, I'm reading, I think it's three, four books on discipleship. <laughs> mm. And another... Um, revelation of my heart needing to be changed 
and this head knowledge needing to get to my heart. Um, right. Because even what I've been learning about discipleship has been crazy. And so I'm reading Mark Dever's um, Discipling. Um, right. Another one is Kingdom Making Disciples by Charles um, Dunahoo. And then Proper Confidence um, by Leslie Newbing, uh, I think it's uh, Newbing. Um, but this other book right here, Chameleon Christianity, I'm actually going to bring it up on the screen. You see that right nice. there? So Chameleon Christianity, uh, when I open that book up, I'm thinking like, okay, this book is going to teach me how to be all things to all people. Like Paul says, <laughs> to the Jews, I'll become a Jew so I can reach the Jews, right, to the Gentiles. Right. And so what I've, what I've been learning as I've been reading this book so far is the 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 problem in of of trying to appease the world to where instead of getting the world to conform into the image of Christ the world is actually conforming us into the image of the world where mm -hmm. the church is you can no longer be um you, there's no longer a distinction between the church and the world right so chameleon christianity is a christianity that has now changed appearance to now mm. where it looks like the environment that it's in than wow. us transforming the environments that we're in. Um, and so, so yeah, it, it, those are the books that I'm reading right now. And I'm also doing a two-year um, Bible reading plan with the family right now. So definitely nice. reading a lot. Always, always, man. All right, last signature bar question. What podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Yeah, man. Uh, currently, I'm not listening to many podcasts. Um as you can see why. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I do, of course, I listen to the Bar Network. Um, yep, yep. The whole a whole list of podcasts. I love the Bar Podcast. Um, I love listening to Just Thinking. Um, I love listening to The Dividing Line. Uh, I love listening to Cross Examine with Kirk Kennedy and Strack. Um, I actually serve um, at church with um, Abner. Um, and so that's nice. it's pretty dope listening to their insight, man. There's so much, a wealth of knowledge out there. And so, um, so yeah, I listen to I listen to a lot of podcasts when I can. Um, usually, I do it more by topic. Um, if they're right. talking about something that I want to, um, that I'm digging into at the time. Um, in the past, I was an every episode listener. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. time it popped up, I would listen to every single episode. But um, yeah. I'm, I'm not really at a time where I can do that these days. For sure, for sure, man. So listen, EC, bro. Look, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show, man, and um, definitely been a pleasure. Uh, you know, just publicly say, man, to have you on the network, to have you contributing, you know, awesome content um, and, and and have you a part of the family and the team. I definitely appreciate that. Um, and then coming on the show today, man, I uh, really appreciate that as well. So I'm going to let you close this out, man. Let people know where to find you, the podcast, the YouTube and all of that. And then, uh, like I told you, I got another interview. So we got to keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. You got a whole catalog. Or, you, know, you got a whole filing cabinet of, of backed up interviews. Um, yeah, but yeah, I appreciate, man. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on the network and to be able to share what God has been teaching me um, with other people so I can help them grow also. You can find my music on any platform. <laughs> just look up Terrible Gods by Vision. Um, they mess up my name on all the platforms, but just look up Terrible Gods and type in Vision. You'll find it. Um, you can also check out the podcast um, on Anchor or any platform. Just look up That Deity, though. Um, YouTube channel is Vision on Duty, all one word, um, even though Dwayne said I should change the name, but I'm a rebel. No, <laughs> um, but yeah, you can you can find my stuff on there. Just Google it. You'll find me. Um, if you if you guys don't mind, please keep me in prayer um, as I make my way through seminary and, and try to continue doing all these other things that I'm very passionate about. 
um, I would definitely appreciate that. Thanks again, bro, for uh, having me on, man. No doubt, no doubt. To the bar listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to the Bar Podcast, your favorite podcast. Make sure you check us out every Tuesday. Go to thebarpodcast.com. Go to that tab, man. Hit that network tab and check out all the podcasts in the network. And go to thebargear.com to get you some bar gear. And until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out. Thanks for listening to that interview. Um, again, that gives you guys some ways in which you can keep me and my family in prayer. Um, how about in the comments section, you guys let me know what your journey has been like in the word. Have have you been able to read through the Bible yourself yet? Have you been able to be consistent? Um, are you like me where you kind of need accountability? You need someone there to kind of help push you towards your goal and the pursuit of truth. Um, are you in seminary? What do you guys think about seminary? Do you think seminary is something that's absolutely necessary for let's say someone who desires to be a pastor who feels that God has that calling on their life that's not necessarily where I'm at um, again this is a personal pursuit pursuit for me um, and even beyond the personal I hope that I can become a better expositor of God's word a better communicator of God's word um, that's really my desire in doing this but again thank you guys for tuning in I really appreciate that if this episode has been helpful for you please let me know in the comment section you can also let me know by liking this video subscribing to the channel and sharing this video thank you for tuning into that deity though wisdom and knowledge revealed Thank you.